HQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. And that is quiet, so we crank it up. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. We look good today. I like how we look. We get to see ourselves up on the screen. That's very fancy. uh, I like to stare at not me because no one wants to look at me. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show... Almost a sweep. Almost. We were just this close. Just this close to a sweep. But you know what? If we could walk away from Coors Field alive... Yeah, that's really your ultimate goal. Just be alive. We barely did. (laughs) Just be alive as best you can. We only had, what, two casualties. And we'll talk about those casualties a little bit later in the show. There's a whole bunch of news and notes to go down down on. (laughs) (laughs) Things happened at Dodger Stadium this afternoon. Good things, mostly. Um, There is... A National League West showdown about to take place. The Dodgers are going to play the Giants a whole lot over the next week or so. So, we got to talk about the uh, the first matchup here at Dodger Stadium, and the trade deadline is not that far away, and things seem to be pretty quiet. So, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to have a game as well. Doug McCain is here. He's in the flesh. Look at that. He's uh, he, he's going to move around a whole bunch. But how you doing, man? Thanks for coming out to the uh, to the. Dark side? Hey, man. I'm back like hopefully Corey Seager will be this week. So happy to be back. Happy to talk some Dodger baseball. Got a lot of stuff going on. Big week. Got trades. They got the Giants series. Exciting time to be a Dodger fan. Excited to be back in blue heaven. This is like blue, the, the side blue heaven. I mean, I know you like it. Every, every time I think you've been coming in here, there's something a little bit new, a little bit different. I never want to leave. Sometimes I hope you guys just leave and you don't look back and I just kind of sleep here, <laughs> hang out, look at all the cool bobbleheads, all the Dodgers memorabilia. One of the problems with the office is you can't, you can't sleep here. You can't stay here. There's no shower. Ah, uh, I mean, it's never stopped, Brooks. A minor detail. This yeah. is kind of mine and Brooks' like where secret. there's a will, there's a way. This is this is our secret escape. Like yeah. we're just tired of being at home. We come here and call it work. Take me away. Like me, I just build shit on the desk. Yeah, that's usually that's my true. thing. That, yeah. <laughs> or I move things on the wall. But um, anyways, enough about us. Uh, we'll be here. We'll be talking about Dodger baseball. Make sure you like and subscribe. Oh my god, and listen to us on uh, Pandora, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, everywhere your podcasts are available. We are a podcast. As well, so that'd mean a lot to us uh, if you did that uh, and you know, give us some love there. Also, download our app. There's a Dodgers Nation app, and it's actually like pretty cool. I'm not an app guy, and I like this app. So that there's your review. Back to you in the studio. My review is that I don't know how to use technology, and I figured out how to use this app. So that's a yeah, good start. You're very uh, old. I heard uh, somebody at a gas station bathroom called you. Um, it wasn't a bathroom. Thirty five. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did. I did. Uh, someone told me, uh, you're at least 35, man. And I was like, whew, man. Uh, all right. Wake up call. Thank you. Getting a haircut this week. Appreciate that. Uh, guys, don't forget, this is a live stream. I am sad, and you can make me feel better if you drop into the comments. Let us know where you're watching Dodger Nation. We got a lot of uh, DMAC love. Everybody's in here saying, what's up to Doug? We got Anthony over on uh, Periscope saying, what's up to Doug? Uh, Ricky Bobby Trujillo says, nobody likes the Giants. That's. That's true. We got Juice Nero's with our first fire Dave Roberts of the stream. We're good for <laughs> one to three of those every stream. Man, we really got to make that like like a thing. Like, when's the fire first Dave one we're going to hear? Yeah. Oh, and how yeah. long? I was like, that's deep, been a thing for a how while. deep into the comments until we get a fire Dave Roberts? How, how long does it usually take until even a win in post game? Today, today was the five minute mark. I mean, so. I, I I remember the post game show after we won the World Series, and they're like, <laughs> literally, Dave the Roberts. fourth comment was, "We won in spite of Dave Roberts." That's what makes it such an impressive World Series <laughs> that they won even with Dave Roberts as a manager. That's what he says. He has to win two World Series to win his first. 
and hopefully that'll be this year. But uh, yeah, man, you, got, you need some. You need some Dave hate. It's all good. Poor, poor fans just love it. They poor, they MVPs. Poor Dave. But there's some good comments out there. Not they're not all uh, Dave hate. There's a little bit of Brooke hate. Our boy Roach is in the stream. Says, "Hey Brooke, you look like Rob Deerdick." You're I've welcome. been getting that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I do get that one a lot. Uh, I, Scott I, Novak says checking in from Missoula. By the way, Scott says Brooke is at least thirty-two. I'll take thirty-two. That's not that far off. I noted that uh, that Brooke looks like a Riverside Trailer Park tweaker right now with the <laughs> hair the and the mustache. <laughs> it was better when you had the you probably shit on you probably earlier. can't tell, but I got like a lot of nasty <laughs> show flow he's show going, flow going on right now. He's going and, to uh, Halloween. He's dressing up as Phil Bickford. A very dirty mustache, like not even a good one. It's just like ah, oh, that his lips dirty. We're dicking around too much, guys. We're having too much fun. Sorry. This is what like happens. Fun. We haven't been drinking enough yet. Uh, Dodger Rebel says dot com. Swag Daddy McGee, McGee says, uh, hello, Douglas. Uh, you got your fans in here. Roach says, the legend, Doug. I don't know if you read any of these yet already. But uh, Jose says, wasn't listening. trade Bellinger. We're going to talk about Cody Bellinger in a little bit. Um, but thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate you all hanging out with us here in the in the chat, here in the comments. We're going to get into those as much as we can along the way. But we got a lot of stuff. And we've already wasted a lot of time. So let's have some fun. Let's dig right into it. We missed it by that much. The Dodgers almost got that um, that first sweep coming out of the the unofficial first half of the season. Now, I know some people complain about whether or not it is. I mean, there's, they already played 90 games in a 162-game season. So you're well past the first half of the season. But um, L.A. takes two or three in Colorado. On Sunday, the boys... Blew a lead, not once, not twice, but thrice. I really wanted to make sure I got that in there. Good, Shout yeah. out the Simpsons yeah. reference. But um, those those leads were blown in the most 2021 Dodgers sort of way. Yeah. I mean, they all, Will Smith comes through, gives them the lead three different times, I think, during that game, something uh-huh. like that. Some are, some, we'll go with that. What's the first time they gave away the lead? They had a dropped infield uh, fly ball into the a, sun. That was a CT3-1, which a was a tough drop. play. Yeah. It was a tough play, and I'll give that to him. He did The replay did not do him any favors because he has the sunglasses up, <laughs> and he's looking up into the sun, like, uh-huh. very wide-eyed. And they're the flip-down ones. They're not like the, I got to take them off my hat, put them on. It's a little rough, but it was very Dodgers-esque the way that thing went down. Didn't it just kind of feel like that whole game was like... This is leading up to an extra innings loss. There's there's no other way about it. Yeah, there there was there was some odd defense, poor defensive play. I think you you talked about defense on uh, on Twitter earlier. Of course, if you guys don't know, Doug runs mostly runs our Twitter account now at Dodgers Nation. Make sure you oh, mash man. that follow. Now button. I feel like I don't have the freedom. What I liked about it, I mean, was, it's not. I dumb. felt anonymous. You know what I'm saying? Now it's mainly Brook. It's mainly now Brooke. people know. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, they it was bad defense. They lost in extra innings. Kenley Jansen kind of reverted, but not really. I'm not going to put too much on Kenley for that one. We'll get into Kenley a little bit more. But still, like it had every feeling of a, a 2021 Dodgers loss. That's just what it felt like to me, particularly with the bad defense and the losing in extra innings. Um I know you did post game yesterday. What was what was the what was the, the 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 pulse of Dodgers Nation after the game? Uh, really kind of the sloppy defense from even Justin Turner's play earlier in the game to Will Smith. I mean, they ruled it a wild pitch, but really it was kind of like a, could it, he could have made that play. He yeah. has the tendency to want to backhand everything. 
Um, then you got Chris Taylor. A lot of people upset if they didn't flip down the glasses, like you said, uh-huh. kind of lost in the sun. What I was saying is the baseball gods giveth, like they did when the sun got in Josh Reddick's eyes on the <laughs> Justin Turner fly ball that yeah. led to the walk-off, and then they take it yesterday, mm-hmm. which really, I mean, put the Dodgers in a tough spot. I agree with you. It's tough to put that loss solely on Kenley Jansen. He didn't look his best, but on you know hadn't pitched in six days. You're playing in Colorado at Coors Field. He's generally been really solid this year. He went into the game converting 21 of 23 saves, but really, like you said, it did feel, any t- just the second it went into extra innings, you just felt like the Dodgers were going to lose that game. It was, they were 1-8. and eight. They went to 1-9 and nine in extra innings games, and, you know, a lot of people hate the rule, the runner on, the automatic runner on second, which, I mean, I, I, I want to get very upset about it, but then I've, I've heard Manfraud already say that they're <laughs> yeah. probably going to do away with it. So I think not, all of those rules are going yeah, away. Yeah, so, like I was saying, if you're going to add that rule, do it like college football. Have it in the second, I mean the 12th or 13th inning, kind of like how they make you go for two after the third overtime, something like that. If you want to kind of have that action, because I mean you just you're working so hard a nine inning game, and you got this runner on second. It just yeah. it make I mean, this is major league baseball, man. This ain't your local and, softball league, and you know whatever it may be. But I feel like yesterday's game, a lot of you know that got on a half Mitch a lot of half full take. There was a lot of love <laughs> uh-huh. for David Price. I feel like David Price yeah. he came out 23 pitches uh, in that fir- or 22 pitches in that first inning, and then. 23 pitches combined the second and third inning really was more efficient I mean David Price has looked a lot better and I think that he's going to be more than serviceable to give you three four innings during this time where they're trying to find more starters and get more length and get guys so I think that there was a positive there um, I think the one thing that hurts too is we were riding the high of Phil Bigford yeah um, and so <laughs> the you know legendary the legend Phil Bigford, yeah Phil Bigford so kind of see that one you know as soon as it uh, it's a tough spot for him to be you know, I'm pretty sure those was uh, that was his first outing in Coors. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I'm probably wrong on that one. But you know, you're you're trying to save a one run lead. It's awkward. You already had your closer, your embattled closer. I don't know. Kenley's been through some time, some tough times, and uh, you're coming in there and trying to lock down the game. Yeah, I'm not too worried. I'm not too um, upset for for your boy uh, Philip Bickford. There. Yeah. But um, my favorite thing about the whole thing was they have 41 wins on the season, and 10 of those 41 are walk-offs, and they only have nine road wins. Like, what kind of what kind of team are the Rockies this year? I just, I mean, this team is hilarious. You know, they, uh, yeah, they're like that. That no, they're not even as good as like a, an entry level softball team or something like that. No, they're not. They're, as, they're just the guys who are just like we're just here, and yeah. uh, some days we're going to show up to work, but other days we're just not going to do it. Yeah, but uh, looking at a few of the positives, you got to take away the fact that that pitching looked solid for the greater part in that series. Bueller shoved, Darius rebounded from that early slam. DP gave exactly what he was supposed to do yep. in that uh, his first official start as a starting pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, definitely some questions came out of that series, though. A lot of questions came out, like, what the hell happened to the defense? That's, <laughs> I mean, that's something that's just been going on all year. I guess we can keep going on with that, but you got a couple injuries that you walk away from it. Did the, Let me ask you this. The Mookie Betts injury, did, that, did the way he described it make you feel better or worse? Because the way he described it was, oh, this has been going on all year, yeah. which initially I was like, oh, okay, fine, he's good. And then I was like, Wait, <laughs> that's not good. I imagine a few folks being like, uh, where's the Mookie receipt with all of the little injuries and nagging things that have gone on? But right. then again, we we are uh, both very far in different different ways. We're both very far from being athletes. And we got several nagging issues of our own. 
but yeah, along with the positive stuff, again, you can look at a few of the good things that came out of it. Um, you know, the bats are, are still going pretty well. Again, it's Coors Field. Again, it's the Rockies. And again, the Rockies are a really bad ball club. Some some of the questions I really want to hone in, if you will. I want to I focus in uh, on, I think it's five topics. Well, it's four Dodgers topics, and then there's another one that uh, is just for us. It's for fun. We're going to bring back one of our favorite segments. We call it, uh, I call it, excuse the interruption, because we were always going to make this a, uh, we were always going to make this a segment or a show back in the day, but then we didn't. But the crowd goes wild for, excuse the interruption. The guys, the rules are simple. You've all seen ESPN's Pardon the Interruption. This is the Kirkland version of it. Each topic gets one minute where we aimlessly argue about stuff and things, mostly baseball-related. I uh, I will be your lovely host of the show. I'm Tom Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs> Leading off, guys, we got uh, we got to dig in a little bit more on Kenley, and, and I'm going to go to my resident Kenley Jansen expert, and that is, uh, that, is that guy, Doug McCain. Um, Doug, Kenley Jansen blows his first save opportunity of the second half. Are we, are you, is the fan base worried about Kenley Jansen? So I would say when it comes to that specific save, you know, he hadn't blown a save since May 5th, and he had converted 21 of 23 save opportunities this year. You're at Coors Field. Um, it's a tough situation. You want him to come, come through, but like every great closer is going to blow saves occasionally. Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to whether or not I'm worried about Kenley Jansen, I'm not like SpongeBob, you know, chewing off his fingernails or you know uh-huh. um, that kind of worried. But I think what, what it comes down to, I'd be more worried if I didn't see the Dodgers' flexibility with getting those final outs during last season's last postseason. Because last year in the postseason, he had a five one four ERA. You saw how he performed in the NLDS against the Padres, and you saw what happened there against the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 4. Mm-hmm. So I think the Dodgers realize that they want... seconds. Oh. oh. <laughs> You're on a timer. <laughs> they want... They want so it, to answer your question, I think that the Dodgers <laughs> are going to try to get what they can out of Kenley Jansen. This whole idea that he's vintage Kenley and he's, you know, f- you know, 40% plus K percentage, that's not who he is now, but he's been effective. And to answer your question, I'm not terribly worried at this point. I like I could see the panic set in. Like, yeah. It was just like, the, oh, shit. It's your first time playing this this game, so I get it. It's a little different. Let's run that back. No, yeah, no. Let me get another minute. <laughs> yeah, we need uh, – where's produ- producer? Producer. Oh, shit, it's me. Um, next up, I mean, do you have anything you want to add to that? Uh, no. Can Lisa? Yeah, good, because that's not how the Minutes game works. Over. My favorite thing, though, my favorite comment actually came before the segment. Anthony Keene says, Kenley and Coors don't mix. He's a Modelo man. That's oh, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we'll give some uh, yeah. points. Anthony knows point. we're Modelo men around here. Yes, sir. That is what we believe in. All right, next one. We already touched on it a little bit. Brooke, this one's going to you. Are we worried about that rough defense? 59 errors. I think it's 59 errors so far this season. In nine, this is 94 games. 95th is today. 52 unearned runs, which is the most in baseball. Go and give me your thoughts on that real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, what's the old saying? Defense wins championships? No. I don't know what we're doing right now. I don't know if that's a, a football thing or a basketball thing. I don't know where that comes from. Pitching wins championships for the for baseball, that's my opinion. But mm-hmm. uh, I think we've gotten into this uh, weird groove that we're in. I think Dave has said it before in pitching where he's like, hey, pitching's contagious. When one starter goes, all the starters go. And I think the same can be said of defense. Uh, we're in this situation where it's very contagious and it's really ugly and things are not getting done and they're not making the easy plays. 
Boy, am I worried about Justin Turner over at third base down the line. Uh, I just don't think that he's going to be the third baseman for the rest of the season. I, I can't p- picture them just letting that ride out. I don't see him getting any better. He's been on a sharp decline for a while. It's not just going to suddenly get better by October. I don't know who he's going to be replaced with. I don't know if you can replace him. But all that to say, if we don't straighten our shit out soon, we are not going to be a World Series caliber team. You don't win World Series with that many errors, that kind of defense. Look at that. Five seconds on the clock still. You guys want to hang out and talk anything else? Oh, it's over. <laughs> uh, he ended prematurely, but... I have been known to. <laughs> but you nailed the sentiment. Um, I figured your biggest focus was going to be the JT thing because we've been uh, we've been hard on that we've been for very, quite some time. Very hard on JT. It, and it's tough because he makes really good plays sometimes. Really, really so, nice looking plays. Sometimes and then, he does. Yeah. Sometimes he comes up with with a ball that I'm like, there's no way he should have gotten to that. But but uh, you know that that arm strength is yeah. bad. <laughs> and when you lose the arm strength, you start worrying more about getting yourself ready. Yeah. So you're kind of playing balls before you have them in the glove. Worth noting that the arm strength around the diamond for the Dodgers is just all around garbage. Mm. Like a bunch of limp noodles out there. <laughs> I mean, Max has got a sneaky good arm, but it's not really. Yeah, I mean, at first base, good. what are you going to do at first base arm? <laughs> Relay from right. Some second base. <laughs> next, next up, back to the other button. Kershaw, your boy Clayton Kershaw, Tony Crenshaw himself is getting a mid-season vacation uh, for a pitching strap team. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Which one of you two wants it? Is this is free play. He had the time left, so I feel yeah, like he, he earned it. I feel like he earned it. Going to him, um, you know. I don't think I don't think they're getting a vacation. I don't think that's what we're calling it. I think it is a little bit more serious kind of than I vacation. thought. Kershaw had kind of said himself that he kind of worried about it a little bit. I think we were very worried about it just from what we had heard from other people. We were like, "Oh crap, this is going to be a lot more serious than ten days, isn't it?" And it was more than ten days, yeah, but not as serious as we thought it was. Um, not good timing. Nope. Again, this is one of those things where people had said early on, do you think they're just giving him a break leading up to the All-Star break? And I was like, a team that doesn't have any starting pitchers right now and the bullpen is taxed, you don't just suddenly take out your starter and be like, here, take an extra two days off before you take a week off. That's <laughs> not how it works. That's not how it plays out. He was definitely injured. Yeah, I think he still is technically injured. I'm not worried. I don't like the timing. I think it was a bad idea to... Uh, force him to throw too many innings early on in the first place but here we are uh that's why i think we're going to acquire a starter one way or another i don't i don't see a a situation where we do not acquire a starter i mean they are acquiring a a minute exactly both times you've been hanging call me buster only yeah you've been hanging out with buster too much friend of the show buster only um all right, anyways, I keep I keep expanding on these things. I'm not supposed to do that. That's not the the, the, not the sake segment. of the game. That's not how the game goes, guys. This one uh, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be a little fun for me because anybody who's been listening to us and watching us for years knows how I feel about this man. But Cody Bellinger is straight up not having a good time. Um, he's down to like 168 on the season. Uh, looks generally lost ish at the plate. Me too. Still giving you quality defense, but uh, defense apparently wins championships, and he's not playing third base or shortstop. So, there's an idea. <laughs> there's problems there, guys. I uh, I am definitely worried about Kershaw or about Kershaw's friend Cody Bellinger. I don't think he's going to go to Triple A, much to the chagrin of 2018 FRG. Uh, it wouldn't hurt him, but he's he's had enough time to work on that swing. 
2020, he worked on that swing for the greater part of that, that 2020. For that, the latter half of 2019, he was working on that swing. We were hoping after his uh, hot, hot start in 2019, where he was batting over 400 deep into, into May, that you know after that point, from his last day hitting over 400, he batted 263 for the rest of the season. It was like, okay, that guy seems like Cody Bellinger, and that guy now seems thousand years away he is batting since the first half of that season he is batting where are you at i have the number somewhere i didn't prepare for this part because i forgot to do it he is batting down to 239 since may what is it may 21st 2019 cody bellinger is batting under 239 it's a problem dave needs to stop batting him in that four hole i understand it's hard to have an mvp batting uh, low in your lineup but at some point, somebody's got to produce. you got to protect the guy. Bat him eighth. Let him figure some things out. Uh, bat him seventh when Austin Barnes is in the lineup. Thank you. That's Sorry. my time. <laughs> Sorry. I went, I went over. See, this is the part where, you know, like, where Brittany would be moderating me. Stay tuned. Show coming up uh, go, somewhere, somewhere down the road. Uh, the final topic, um, Doogie's Wild Night. I'm sure we all, <laughs> we all saw this one. Uh, your boy. Old school, uh, old school throwback Dodger, friend of the show uh, in our hearts because we love him. Alex Verdugo had a baseball thrown at him in New York because, you know, New York. And he wasn't happy. He was not happy about it. Uh, it was already raining and uh, a, whole, a whole display happened there in New York. But uh, the fan got pointed out. He got kicked out of the game and apparently is uh, banned for life. Um, I don't even know where to go with this topic, so I'm going to focus in on that that fan band for life and and open it with, guys, don't throw things at baseball players. <laughs> I had the comparison made, or I saw the comparison made on Twitter. It could just start anyways. I don't even know what the hell we're doing. The comparison made between the uh, the fan who hit Giancarlo Stanton in Boston when he threw it from the the, yeah. the top of the green monster. First of all, great throw. Absolutely perfect dime. I mean, and he absolutely did not mean to do that. No fan was like, I'm going to nail him rounding second all the way from the top of the green monster. Great throw. That's hilarious. I love mm-hmm. it. Second of all, how do they ban fans from ballparks? No idea. People how? say facial recognition software that they have. I doubt that they have that in every damn ballpark in America. If you've been to the Coliseum, you know they sure as hell don't have it up there. <laughs> I have had a friend that's gotten banned from Angel Stadium. He is not welcome back. I don't know how they uh, yeah, not, how they do that. Not how they being enforce welcome it. back is not banned. He's been, like, he's like, been banned from years so for years. So I don't know, like you know, five six years down the line, he shows up wearing a mustache. Are they going to be like, hey, I know you? <laughs> like one guy is going to be like, I remember that guy. Doug, do you know any people that have been banned? And if so, what uh, what happens? You seem like somebody that should have been banned. I mean, one time I was relocated um, at Dodger Stadium because a Red Sox fan. We got into it. And I wasn't, you know, he just was kind of attacking me. We just kind of got in an argument. Yeah. Um, as it goes. But when it comes to the Yankees fans, to me, it comes back to their entitlement, really, as a as how their fans are. I mean, their fans can be like, well, we can't hit, we can't feel, we can't run the bases, we can't pitch. But other than that, we're the greatest team in the history of baseball. You know, like <laughs> they think every single year is supposed to be another ring and another World Series championship. And for that fan, I think that, look, I mean, they've had a frustrating season. Their payroll is what it is. They had all the expectations between the Dodgers and the Yankees. And I just think, look, don't throw a baseball Alex Verdugo because he wants all the smoke, and they let us back in the stands. We just don't know how to act. You've seen it in the NBA. Yeah. Um, you've seen it uh, in baseball with the fan fights. But, look, when it comes to this fan and how they're going to keep him out, I think that uh, 
Look, man, there's just got to be a like the facial recognition. You know, put a big put posters up in every stadium. If you see this guy <laughs> call this number, you know, everyone can shame him. I don't know. He doesn't deserve to be at a baseball game because look, let's say that hits Alex Verdugo, and yeah, he you know, could hit him in the head yeah. or something like that. It could have clipped him in the back of the head. I mean, I doubt that the kid had a cannon or anything like that. You yeah. see his, his pasty, pudgy-ass white boy. I like how he's, like, shaking to, Oh, yeah, that kid yeah. was so terrified. <laughs> I thought it was, like, was... Jabba Chamberlain's, like, long-lost son or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I don't imagine it was much of a rifle, but still, yeah. uh, you, you don't throw it at somebody because a baseball, it hurts. It hurts. I'm going to demonstrate now, Doug. Hey, man, yeah. But if you guys <laughs> we just know, need the rain. We need the rain. Does anybody know? I mean, we have a live stream going here. Does anybody know about uh, if anybody's been banned and whether or not they're allowed back uh, into the stadium or uh, how that exactly ro- works? Roach said that Brandon League is banned that's, from Dodger Stadium. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's a good one. He is banned from L.A. just in general. We, won't, we don't want to see his face. Nomo FOMO says, I hope Dodgers fans don't turn into Yankee fans. Uh, I, I would I would, I'd argue. I would... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the upcoming Houston Astros series in L.A. is going to be We're going to act weird, and that one's going to be okay in my book. Yeah. Just about anything goes. Leave the player wives alone. Leave the families alone. Yeah. Leave them out of it, unless it's Jet Reddick. Unless it's Jet Reddick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, FTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got some words. But, but beyond that, uh, Moose agrees with you, Doug. Uh, Moose1032 says, definitely an entitled franchise. Well said. So we'll give you another point on that one. But I mean, I agree. Though. I mean, how do you police it? Do you go Bobby Valentine, put the mustache on? I mean, <laughs> what do you do to get back in? You re- yeah, you really yeah. can. I mean, they, unless they start asking ID from everybody entering the turnstiles. But, uh, yeah, I mean, perfectly. Yeah, you throw the mustache on, the, the fake glasses. Yeah. You're probably getting right in. And it's not like a, you know a local bodega where you could put your bounce check up on the wall. It's yeah. not quite the same. Yeah, it's not like boys that. Boys and girls. Anyways, Salvador says trade Dave Roberts, please. Is that a newer one? That that counts, one. Yeah, that give. He's got jokes. He's got jokes. Anyways, that's been uh, excuse the interruption. We uh, we had I think we did, I didn't listen. We none of us really listened to the uh, timer. So. We're, I don't want to get... listen to what I say. Why would I listen to the timer? <laughs> We're going to get yelled at by the uh, producer. Oh, Are we De- live? Is De- it live? <laughs> this, is, this is live. Deborah yeah. says that's why Brooke grew a mustache. Oh. Uh, yeah. But what about the hair? Oh, you got banned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to add. You know you got to add to the mystique. Moving on, news and notes. There's a whole lot going on with uh, your Los Angeles Dodgers and things that have gone on uh, today particularly. So before we get into the massively important series against the Giants, Let's keep an update, or let's get you updated on things first. I want to dive into the JoJo Gray thing later with the Giants a little bit more. That seems fun. Um, but Josiah Gray will be making his big league debut, it seems, on Tuesday. So uh, welcome to the show, JoJo, friend of the show. If you guys haven't heard him, he's been on the pod and he's been on uh, Dodgers Nation a couple times. Nice kid. We'll have to release the uh, Get to Know Him Again thing. Oh, the yeah. thing that Gary did where he's like, yeah, what do you yeah. like on Netflix? And he's like, Netflix. Yeah, the Gary, our boy Gary, Mr. Gary Sunday. Lee, who's on a nice vacation. He's uh, he's uh, He did an interview with him at spring training last year, 2019, something like that. Good stuff, good stuff. But uh, bad things happen to good people. Yes, Mookie is hurt like we <laughs> talked about. It's not, uh, apparently, they don't want to call it as bad as it is, but it seems bad. The dude was starting to heat up um, and, and not cool down. And... <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, his hip is broken now, or whatever the, it is. That's the thing is, like when he's like, "Yeah, I've been dealing with a hip injury the whole year." I'm like, "Where did and that why come do they from?" Keep hiding these things. Where did that come from? <laughs> I was like, "Did you have Joe Kelly surgery? Like, what are we talking about here?" <laughs> he's got the hip. He's got a forearm. He's got a back. He's got a neck. I mean, we understand the human anatomy, Mookie, but still, like, pick something that ain't hurt, or let us know ahead of time because you know we gotta we gotta inform the fans. Gavin Lux. 
uh, probably will be out for a little while. The hamstring that he injured in Colorado on Sunday seems like it's going to be a little bit worse uh, than than they anticipated or than it seemed at the time. Dave Roberts t- today said uh, they did some manual testing and said where it's at, where he's at. It was clear it was going to take some time. I was talking to somebody before the show, and uh, my assumption is we don't see Gavin until uh, he, he he goes to, through a, a lengthy rehab assignment and learns how to hit consistently. He might go on the 20-day rehab, which is the maximum a <laughs> he might go player on can go the on. The Yoshi Sutsuko uh, rehab yeah. assignment. Um, I, not that I think the injury's fake or anything like that, but I think the yeah. uh, seriousness of it maybe might be a little bit exaggerated by Dave early on. I think he understands that Gavin definitely needs some time at AAA. I mean, the dude, you look at him over the past couple weeks don't have any of the stats in front of me don't need to have any of the stats in front of me just the eye test tells you everything you need to know about gavin Mm -hmm. right now and that is just he is not locked in so spending some time at triple a wouldn't be the worst thing for him you're also running into the situation which we talked about last week which is uh cory sear probably coming back this week chris taylor is not a guy that you can afford to have sit pretty much any game from Mm -hmm. here on out um Gavin was definitely running into a spot where his position was quickly melting away. It's it's funny, but it's not haha funny the way these roster things kind of figure themselves out every single time. It's like, hey, we didn't know if um, you know where Cody was going to play, and then you know something, a door opens or a window or somebody like that. Tommy opens a window, and uh, seems there's a pretty clear cut spot now for for Corey Seager to make his return. Um, by the way, we have uh, Ryan. Ryan's in the stream on Facebook. First time listener, listener from Kenosha, Wisconsin, home of Gavin Lux. Oh, and yeah. We're not here, uh, you know, crapping on Gavin. Gavin is, I mean, the Dodgers wouldn't be where they're at without yeah, Gavin Lux because he, you know, he stepped in, he filled a, a massive void when uh, when they lost Corey Seager because you don't just lose, you know, your World Series MVP shortstop and have nothing, you know, have no worries. Normal teams don't, but Normal the Dodgers. Teams don't. Are you know two losses behind having the best record in baseball? So it's and, funny how we've uh, like not necessarily that we've forgotten about Corey Seager or anything like that, but they've just played so well that it's been like, name. oh yeah, Corey Seager comes back probably pretty soon, right? And then suddenly it's like, hey, yeah, he's back this week. And it's like, oh yeah, Corey's back. Yeah, cool. So speaking of Corey on the horizon, a uh, little rosterbation. This was uh, you know much you guys. I mean, you know much Brooke loves rosterbating. Um, <laughs> oh some God. things that happened today on Monday, which is going to be great if you listen to the podcast on Tuesday. Victor Gonzalez returned. Jake Reed is out. The 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 new kid, the side armor. He gets to watch his wife play some uh, play some Olympics. If that's still a thing, I don't know if that's still happening. Uh, they got those uh, anti-sex beds over there. I don't <laughs> think it's going. I don't think it's going too well in Japan. <laughs> Have you I seen mean, got Team USA losing like. I'm all telling teams. you, yeah, yeah. if I'm an Olympian, if I'm I'm training all this time to be an Olympian athlete, it's because I want to go just bang in all these other places. So and they were like, "Here's some cardboard beds. Good luck fitting two of you." And they were yeah. like, "Ah, they got me. You can't do the floor." <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, Genius. Steven Souza remains with the Dodgers via OKC. This one kind of came out of nowhere, a little surprising, but uh, yeah, because he got cut good. and then came back, and and he was hanging out in like. Seattle. Seattle or yeah. something like that. Apparently he's from Seattle. So. Ah, coward. Nobody wants to do that. But Or lives there. Sousa's back. I would I would venture to say something went very wrong if we see see him back at the big league club again. They got uh, Yoshi, Yoshi doing big left-handed boy things, and then they're going to have Steven doing big right-handed boy things. So they got, uh, you know, they got some veteran <laughs> backup. Should they need it? I don't think they will, but should they need it? All right, Doug. Gun to your head. You have to pick one. Yoshi? 
or or Steven Souza. Oh man, I de- Steven Souza. I mean, I, I love me some Yoshi, man. I love Yoshi's Island as a kid. It was you know great uh, for the SNES, but I mean Steven Souza. I mean that game he had defensively against yeah, Arizona. He, he had the a couple big run. moments. Yeah, for I mean, sure. it was uh, it was Souza Palooza for like two days there, <laughs> but. Other than that, I mean, look, I do, I do like his power. I mean, Yoshi just really hasn't consistently found it, but I'm glad he's having some success yeah. down in uh, in the minor leagues right now, and trying Turn to get that swing on. right and trying to get that power where it was when he I mean the guy's a, you know a superstar in Japan, you know. So um, hopefully, I mean, I like Yoshi, I like Souza, uh, but I had to go with one of the two. I'm going with Souza. Did I make the time this time? No, there's no time. Wait, I thought I had a time. I have crickets. Oh, there's, there it is. That's time. This is 60 minutes. Um, we're not talking about Seeger next, but I want to point out the Muncies are due to have child very soon, as they say in the biz. So Max could bounce really at any mm. point. Um, things seem a little weird. They seem a little wild. It looks. It sounds like Dave might just like they. Did you take what he said as they're cool playing a 25-man roster if they need to? I think the plan is if tonight or tomorrow Max Muncy needs to dip out and go be with Kelly, they're not going to activate Corey Seager until Wednesday. I think that's the earliest plan, and things could still go poorly. And you know, If he doesn't wake up feeling – he's not doing anything tomorrow, by the way. Corey's just going to take a day off tomorrow, and if he feels good, he's going to be activated Wednesday. If he doesn't feel good, that's a different conversation. But if he does, they're not going to activate anybody. If if Max has to dip out, they're going to be like, well – We'll see Corey on Wednesday. So Tuesday they'll play with 25 men. I think that's pretty ballsy, uh, but it also makes sense. Like They did it for 100 years before. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 make, it makes sense. It adds up. There's like, why make the extra move if you don't need to? Why, you know, change things up? Why make somebody travel all the way from OKC all the way to here and then back to OKC? It doesn't make a lot of sense to do that, so I guess it makes sense. But Seeger back on probably Wednesday. Seems like we, Wednesday. We will probably be there to watch him return. Yeah, we'll be at, cool. the, at the baseball game for uh, Star Wars night because I wanted Oral. Juan Kenobi bobblehead. Do you like the Oral Hershiser commercial? Those two in the booth are just so good. I'm just, uh, I love that they're like not made to do that, but they still do a very good job of it for, for what they <laughs> Shout do. Shout out to our boy Eric V, the producer, the legendary, uh, what is he now, like manager of video content things? And he's the boss. He's the, I'm the boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's basically the boss. But uh, Eric, we're going to be there, so put something on the board up about us, or who am I supposed to talk to? Is there an adult I can talk says, to? welcome, dumbasses. Get him on the kiss cam. <laughs> Get on, I'm down the kiss Get cam. Get on the kiss cam. Oh, man. Like, is it a group thing? But, but no, COVID's back or something. Oh, that's like that. right. So, Apparently, yeah, yeah. Group outfield I, kiss? I brought my mask. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a little weird. Anyways. Stimmy Nelson is supposed to be back. Uh, oh, they didn't yeah. mention anything. Dave didn't mention anything about it today. He wasn't asked, but uh, last we heard, probably Tuesday, I guess. So, yeah. Nelson will be back for the series unless something went really, really wonky. And there was a Corey Knable sighting at Dodger Stadium. Today he faced Corey Seager, so he had some hot Corey on Corey action. It's the Corey hotline. It went down and now looks like, according to Dave, Maybe mid-August, which is initially like the earliest, might be the latest that the, the Dodgers get a, a pretty effing key piece of the bullpen back. What an acquisition, and it cost them absolutely nothing. <laughs> like five million in the. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm saying like the mid-season acquisition. No, not um, actually, a uh, they cut, they have to pay this much if you just went to Cuts Payroll. What's that site? Sport Track. Yeah, yeah I'm just, <laughs> I was being a troll. It's pretty good. But, yeah. I mean, it's pretty sweet. I mean, dude, we've been talking about this since, like, freaking June, where it's like, hey, if you look ahead at the playoff roster, there's a good good chance you're getting back some pretty decent arms by the time the playoffs roll around. We 
We talked about Tommy Canely coming back. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's in the plans. I don't think that's in the cards. But we still get Corey Knable back, which is a huge addition because that is like a borderline at his best, like a Blake Trinan type of arm, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal yeah. to add in. And and uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, honestly, there's kind of a lot of trade implications that come out of that, too. Trade deadline stuff that we're going to get into a little bit later in the show. We're going to touch on the trade deadline for the third time now. Still nothing really happening on that front, uh, which sometimes is good news for the Dodgers because they like to be real, real quiet about things. But if if you have somebody like Corey Knebel coming back, and like you said, you have Trinan, you have a hopefully still good Kenley Jansen and and a, and um, you know Corey Knebel and you know Victor learns how to throw strikes consistently again and attack the zone with the fastball. I mean, you have a pretty dominant bullpen core. You find a way. You find a way to make that work. It's it would definitely be one of the better bullpens they've had in postseasons past. So, so you hope you hope they're, they're be exciting. Oh, they, hey, hey, Robert brings up Bruzdar too. Bruzdar is another guy who's like just chilling, getting better. Uh, apparently, yeah, apparently, past couple uh, week or so, he's been kind of tearing up minor league pitching. So, or, uh, and he he looked good in Washington. Yeah, he didn't look bad. I mean, so, there's a lot to love about him. Apparently, he's really working on that breaking ball, which is what he needs to be working on so so some good stuff coming ahead for your boys in blue let's uh, dig into a few of the comments um blah 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 blah. let's see so joshua says somebody who recently had a baby that sucks for him congrats joshua and i agree babies do suck (laughs) Um, (laughs) but as a dodgers fan that's great for us um leslie Leslie says she'll be at a single a game uh, on wednesday as well probably i think she meant wednesday because we'll be there wednesday but that's cool and I will be at AA on Thursday. I mean, no, I'll be at AAA on. No. It was a, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a drunk. Yeah, yeah, it was a drunk yeah, thing. Yeah. As as Doug chugs his beer in the background. We're going back to Doug Cam. I can't just leave it on there because like sometimes you're just you're all over the place. You're like hunched over. You're dying. I think you're like half passed out. I'm I know, enjoying it's been the a, show, man. I got. I feel like I'm sitting courtside at a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like the, this is like the best seat in the house right here. You know, what I'm that, he's he's Jack Nicholson right now, basically. So when yeah. I sat courtside at a Clippers game, which is, uh, I didn't I'm guessing mean, you I didn't were given to. the tickets. Oh, yeah, I was given yeah, the tickets. Yeah. They were a lot bigger than I anticipated. Do we appear larger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the <laughs> whoa, what the hell? <laughs> no, I mean larger than life, like personality wise. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm we're like, we're yeah. full of personality yeah. over here. Little Mr. Star and Mr. Struck, personality, you know, like, just like a courtside. But yeah, but yeah. say you're not, you're not playing. But yeah. um... Yeah, getting Corey Knebel back is going to be massive. I mean, premier yeah, reliever. Only he's pitched six innings this year, believe it or not. Fresh. Yeah. I mean, so he remains fresh. Yeah. So, like you said, I mean, this could be a completely different bullpen come postseason. I mean, we were dreaming of Canley. It's not realistic. But when you talk about getting a Knebel back and a Bruce Dark Gratterall back, I yeah. mean, this could be a very different bullpen that could – and like you said, it's going to have trade implications because – with the hard July 30th deadline, that's pretty much who we're going to have. So mm-hmm. we need Cable back to to be that guy. And he was pretty much this year's reclamation project, yeah. like Blake Trinan was heading into the 2020 season. Except, you know, not not as big of a contract as uh, as, their, as they gave Blake. But, I mean, you saw, I mean, when he looked good, he looked really good. He had really a really good. hot start, and he kind of faded in. But, uh, but the velo was there. Um, the stuff was there. The movement was there. So I'm really excited about the idea of getting um, Knebel back. And like you said, if he comes back and that obliques ready to roll, he's going to be healthy and uh, really help this bullpen. And and uh, Mookie was scratched. Oh, nice. Right Did hip he? irritation. The hip, don't lie, unfortunately, for Mookie. Mookie Up is out. the second news. <laughs> this doesn't, it doesn't do great for the podcast side of things. People are like, uh. yeah, we already know. Um, actually, <laughs> Mookie is on the injured list now. Back, it used to be called the disabled list, but that's racist. Anyway, 
I don't know. I'm just going troll. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming trolls today. We're right. back to the point where Zach Rex is in the freaking lineup, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh it might as well be Luke Rayleigh. <laughs> Cash this is, money. This is like the we can't have nice things season, but oh, we're still right in the mix for uh, for best record. So it, feels it, still good. I still feel really good about it. It is what it is. Uh, one final thought on on people getting healthy and the trade in the future and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, at some point, Clayton Kershaw doesn't be back. He's going to be in the rotation. So you're going to have Kersh. You're going to have. Um, Walker, who's your bona fide ace? Check out our latest video from Eric Ulo. Three up, three down. On it's on our YouTube channel. It's on our Instagram. Eric talked about uh, Walker Bueller pretty much being your Dodgers bona fide ace, and I agree. And this mustache is real, not Walker's. We're talking about Eric's. Um, oh, I was like Walker that mustache. <laughs> and then Julio is, is you know he's proven himself in the rotation. He's gonna be a fine number three guy. You don't really need to go out and get somebody to start game one, game two, game three. Uh, for the Dodgers in the postseason, and you know, you you have for Game Four some sort of piggyback combination of David Price if you need a Game Four. David Price, Tony Gonsolin, Gonsolin told us in the offseason right here, Blue Heaven exclusive told us that you know his plan is to work and get better at being able to pitch in in relief when needed because he wasn't ready for that role at all. He was pitching consistently all season long and then all of a sudden he had like 15, 16 days off and all hell broke loose, but I forgot we talked to Tony. This has been a hell of a year. It's been a lot. It's been a lot, you know. Yeah. I mean, other podcasts they talk to one person and they promote it for like 3 weeks. Like we uh we're so busy we often forget to promote these things. So Apparently. And we appreciate you guys for listening. It's real uh, farts, my energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know how it be. Um, on that note, Mr. Music right here on YouTube says, been listening to Dodgers Nation for a couple of weeks now, loving it to death. You guys are top notch. We appreciate you. Thank you, Mr. Music. And uh, also a little bit confused. We're not top notch. We're top flight. I don't know. What's, what's the, the difference? I don't know. I just wanted to. Isn't top flight the, ball, the golf ball brand? <laughs> Top shelf. <laughs> no, definitely not top shelf. Yeah, we don't we don't make that kind of beer money in the super chat. But guys, go ahead and match that super chat We're button. There. <laughs> um, uh, comments, people, other people are in here, <laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, there's a few comments I don't feel like getting into, and also there's other stuff. Let's move on. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Giants are in town. They're apparently not going to face Mookie Betts in game one. But the battle for the National League West Division crown continues tonight on Monday. Again, if you're listening later, it's a different day. But the Dodgers, as of now, That's a good point. are 58-36. and 36. They're one game behind the Giants, who are 58-34. and 34. Cowards haven't even played enough games. Seven of the next 11 days are against these Giants. Uh-huh. Once again, the really bad schedule maker. Like, they're blowing their load now. They were really... You look at the schedule, they were really hoping that the Padres were going to be the ones on top. But uh, they're not. It could be at some point. They're a good team. And shout out to Pods for you know doing the things that they did there in Washington. But I don't feel like touching on that because there's a lot of really weird people, particularly on Facebook. <laughs> That's a good point. But now you're getting your biggest, most important 
like two series of the year, and it's happening in July. Giants yeah. aren't coming back to Dodger Stadium. Yeah, don't they just play one more time for the rest of the year? And it's like uh, early September or something like that? Yeah. yeah. They don't play in August, I'm pretty they, sure. They don't play no. past Labor Day, I don't think. So right? really, yeah. Yeah. really so weird. It's like, oh, that's good. I feel like you maybe should have wrapped up I feel like you keep those series <laughs> when you start competing with like football or like college football and stuff. You keep those marquee yeah, yeah, I can series you know, right after. We're just getting warmed up. We're, we've been without baseball for four days. We'll take you know Dodgers, Pirates. So we'll take but, any series we can get. Yeah, you don't put the freaking Crimson Tide against Clemson game one. Like exactly, that. yeah. <laughs> but That's instead, like Mississippi Valley, Mississippi Valley State, yeah. you know, Tech. Yeah. But instead they put Dodgers against the Giants Monday through Thursday and then Tuesday through Thursday. I yeah. think it is. It's and, a good game. Yeah. And then you add the fact you don't have Mookie Betts, the marquee player for the Dodgers in, in uh, tonight's game. So, but Who are they yeah. playing over the weekend? Would it be man fraud? Rockies again. Yeah, but who puts the Rockies on the weekend? Like, no one gives... Oh, my God, man. I don't know. But, Just put um, me in charge of something. Anything. I, I should know. I should Road for commissioner. Yeah, dude, come I, on. I, give I spoke me slightly out of turn there. Not slightly out of turn. I, I, I omitted one thing. This is the last time the Dodgers and Giants meet at Dodger Stadium in the regular season. Oh. So you believe that the Giants ultimately end up in in the postseason? Are you still I mean, of the how mindset? Would they not. Are you still of the mindset that there are three NL West teams in the playoffs? Hell yeah! I, I mean, if you so consider too. the wild card game a playoff, yeah. game, do you think the Padres really go get Joey Gallo? <laughs> I'm pretty sold on that. It, it, feel, it feels prellerish. Uh, it's very pro. I didn't know yeah. him and the uh, the uh, Rangers GM were. Uh, uh, what's that called? That roommates? That's what it's called. They were like frat mates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They so were frat boys. Yeah, it's, it's a definitely. I like how Mikhail hooked up K, uh, the Celtics with KG. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna hook him up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Are we, are we talking about trade stuff? No, now? I was just like, no, but I mean, I that, just, uh, is any trade gonna as, happen? As Gary says, I was just shitballing. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> Grandma, Lucas. <laughs> no, I, I think that's Grandma really interesting Lucas. to to talk about whether you think that the uh, the Giants are gonna tail off because it feels like. Every single week, it was we're supposed to see the decline. But I've been saying not, this no. since week two. Yeah. If you look at the run differential, if you look at the home runs, if you look at the way they pitch, the way you know they had, they're a great fastball hitting team. They crush righties. I mean, they have the depth. I mean, they really you see the the uh, they mirror the Dodgers of teams yeah, of years Farhan. past in a lot of ways. Yeah, Farhan. So. Farhan built what he wanted. Yeah, and he built a, a really good. I mean, I would I would argue that Farhan's ID did not intend for this team to be a first place team right now in mm. in the end of of July in 2021. No, he wanted the randos that they picked up to play well enough to be really really good trade bait because Kevin Gosman is not supposed to be good. Anthony yeah. Descafani they're supposed not supposed to be that good, you know. Which is kind of funny because now they're, they're kind of they're kind of put in an awkward position where there's no way in hell they can trade any of these dudes. They can't trade anybody. <laughs> yeah. They don't really have the prospect capital to go out and get anybody. Their bullpen is still. Eh. And if you look at them, you're like, this is not a. This is maybe a team that can do pretty well in the regular season. This is not a team that can dominate the playoffs. Like yeah. when you look at the teams that they're going to go up against, so they're in a really awkward position. Been... And this is honestly maybe ideal for the Dodgers because now yeah. the yeah. Dodgers can't or the Giants can't really improve their future value right now and that's that's what the plan was for this year it was like hey we're gonna kind of compete but we're not really gonna compete we're gonna trade off these one-year deals discofani's gonna be gone alex wood was supposed to be gone by the deadline all these names were not supposed to be here by the deadline and now there's no way Mm -hmm. they have to stay yeah 
Well, you'd, yeah, you definitely don't sell off from a, a, I mean, a team with the number one record yeah. in baseball. I mean, the way I think about it too is like, I think if you're if you're the Giants in this situation, like you said, it's you really can't sell at this point. I mean, what is that kind of message you send to your fan base? And I do respect the fact that they are competing when more than half the league is basically tanking. They're not yeah. trying to be compete for World Series titles. But if you are farhand, you are the Giants. It's not like you're trying to you know sh- you know have let Brochi get one last run or anything <laughs> like that. Maybe you say, hey, our our formula works. Works. We we yeah. show we can build some debt. Let's just pull the rug on this season, and then we'll play you play chess, that play a little chess because you're not going to beat the Dodgers. In, I mean, imagine in, in the Padres, imagine the, the the you know the shoe on the other foot. Imagine how would you feel as a fan of the of your team was just like, all right, well we're here in first, but we don't think we're going to be that good in the postseason. Imagine if the Padres did that in no 2020. One's, no one's ever done that. They, they, the, <laughs> yeah. the Dodger Dodgers fans would still own Petco Park had the Padres done that in 2020. Well, it's but, a, it's but a instead, radical idea for instead, sure. Instead, the Padres went out and they got Clevenger. They went out and they got um, uh, oh, yeah, Clevenger's else. on the team. I forgot about that. <laughs> they, they tried. Yeah. They put in the effort to try to get better for that postseason run. And uh, you know, unfortunately for them, their their frontline aces uh, fell apart. Hey, did you hear uh, did you hear Denelson Lamette might come back again? Oh, no. Oh, man. Check it, just, check I mean, in July. I mean, he, at some point, they just got to be like, he needs to have Just go have the damn have surgery. surgery. When he's sleeping, just put him out and just get it done. There's yeah. something you know, about him. I don't know what it is, yeah. but they're just like, we're not going to give up on him yet. And what a bad team. Yeah, I, they, they're also in a position now where they – you looked at their farm system a couple of years ago, maybe two, three years ago, and you're like, "This is by far one of the, you know, they're up there with the Rays. They're one of the best farm systems, and they're not bad." That's, I think, that's a misconception. I think they did very well getting big names, yeah, over the past two seasons for not that much. They got you Darvish for pretty much nothing. They got, uh, you know, Musgrove for pretty much nothing, and not necessarily that he's a good arm. Clevenger even pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at their farm system now. They're still a top ten, but they're they're declining. They're, they're I mean they're slipping off. And you look at who's coming up through their system and when those guys will graduate and move on from prospect status. And I think they kind of burn themselves a little bit by trying to compete too soon. Um, but I mean they, they apparently they thought they had a window. They thought the Dodgers had a smaller window. You gotta so. go. You gotta go in at some point. And uh, I respect a team more that goes in than you know being a team like. You know, tigers, <laughs> the tigers who have been. I mean, they they tried before uh, Mister I died, but you know, tigers. The the socks have eventually gone in, but I mean, I'd, I'd say the biggest one is probably the, the 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 Astros who tanked like hardcore to get one. To get one, the Cubs gotten. too. Cubs, same thing. They, yeah. they tanked really hard. Remember went, when the went, Cubs were going to be a powerhouse? Went all in for one year, all in for one year, and then we're like, okay, oh, we blew our load. Now we can just hang out back. Uh, let's trade all our guys this year. I'm really interested to see what the Cubs do at this trade deadline too, because there are so many like franchise names that mm-hmm. are probably not going to be on their team by the end of July, and that is wild. Like Anthony Rizzo might mm-hmm. not be on the Cubs by the end of July. Yeah. That's, that's a big insane. one for me too, because not like he's a better player than a Chris Bryant, but he just feels like the most Cubs player. He's a cup. He's yeah. a cup through and through. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Javi Baez, like I feel like will probably stay. Uh, that's one of the names that I feel like yeah. they're probably going to extend somehow, and they're just going to make it happen. But uh, mm-hmm. you look at like a Chris Bryan, and and uh, it's what a weird year. I feel like teams are going to look a lot different in, a, in like a week. This has been MLB talk. Is this, they, is this talking baseball? They, I'm pretty they, sure they sold their soul for that combined no hitter right there. <laughs> John, John Boy and Jake would murder us for stealing talking baseball. You see Trevor Blue. <laughs> hey, what's up, Trevor? <laughs> um. Moving on, getting back to, to the topic baseball. at hand. <laughs> getting back to the topic at hand, which is Giants are in town. They're playing the Dodgers. Uh, it's going to be a good matchup because 
No. Um, we are going to see Josiah Gray. It looks like JoJo might start on Tuesday or he might be the bolt guy on Tuesday. Either way, he's going to make his debut. Uh, they've kind of hit a point where really they have no oper- they have no, ch- no chance, it looks like. like We already talked a little bit about Kershaw. Kershaw's not going to start again until August, maybe. But this little, you know, they use the injury to sort of build in a, uh, a vacation for him, as I so aptly put it. But, you know, the the team is still without uh, Bauer, and to be real, probably not going to come back. So you got to keep going with some form of a bullpen game. You finally got this guy, you know, JoJo Gray. He's healthy. He's thrown. He's up to about 70 pitches. And um, this is going to be his time to shine, you know. Like you had mentioned before the show, it's a, it's a really effed up spot to make your debut in such a you know it's a You're rivalry like, hey, number one team in baseball rivalry at home rivalry. in front of your fans like go at it he's like oh, okay it's a way <laughs> to do it f it you know what they say yolo like yeah, that's like margaret thatcher used to who say did they, uh, <laughs> who, who did uh dustin may was it dustin may or walker bueller that made his debut no I bueller made his starting debut against the marlins which was trash marlins, i remember that yeah, yeah i was at that game so that one i was like oh marlins great great yeah. time to make your starting debut yeah yeah eh. ease him in which makes me believe more what you said before oh, the show that we might see like an opener with victor gonzalez or something like that a lot of it will depend on what happens in tonight's game monday which again is pointless uh on tuesday if you're listening to the show because all these numbers and names and stats don't mean anything because everything has changed baseball is every day but um i'm excited about gray who do you think gets set down sent down for uh, jojo somebody gets the dfa that's the, <gasps> that's the biggest thing is he, you have to find a roster spot for him right who's it gonna be who, who, you know, where, no we where, we where we at oh my god where i are we mean at? i i, I I love the kid. Uh, oh, he's he's a good guy. I think, uh, you know, it was fun to see him make his debut at. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's probably pretty old. But I, I just don't see Jake Reed sticking around. Oh, because you need the the forty man spot. You need the forty man spot. Yeah. I mean, he has to be the guy that gets the DFA. So, I think Jake Reed's gone. Um, you also have to make a spot on the actual roster, which is a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. But you know, if Max Muncy happens to have a baby overnight, <laughs> then that would that would that, make things real easy. They seems- honestly might be like. Just hey, go on paternity leave. Start heading out now. Uh, I don't know what they'll do. Uh, Edwin Rios, 60-day DIL. Is he still not on the 60? No, nah, he's, he's on that. He's, they, they made up an injury for him. Really? Wait, who did I say? Uh, Usetta. I meant Edwin. Oh, I was like, yeah. Rios. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. he's got to be on the 60-day. I saw an Edwin, and I just kind of laid into it. Usetta but, could um, be, yeah, could have a made-up injury. On that note, they're going to need a roster spot for Corey Seager, too. Corey Seager. Corey Seager. Yeah. So there's going to be some bodies moving. There might be some DFAs happening. Who knows? This might be the last time we see Zach Rex. Oh, Jimmy Sherfy, that guy too. Oh yeah, it's a good chance he was just here for a week. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that. But um, roster wise, like active roster wise, Alex Vesia, he's a spot. Sherfy is a spot. Darian Nunez spot. is a spot. So the roster, the active roster, comes into frame for sure. Uh, a lot we're gonna find out uh, tomorrow. Gaziolo. Um Moving on. Want to plug? Well, one, we want to plug again the DN Fan app. Check out Dodgers Nation. We have an app, and it's cool. Like I said, it's not a bad app because there's a lot of bad apps out there. Speaking of another not bad app, um, there's a brand new game out right now with our friends at Chancer. Go to ChancerHQ.com slash Dodgers. If you already played with us last week, phrasing, if you already played <laughs> along with us last week, 
you probably got the push notification, but there's a new game out. Uh, we still need to find the winner, by the way. It was NY Dodger fan, and I don't think they responded to correspondence from Chancer. So keep looking your junk mail, looking all that. If you are NY Dodger fan, you won. You won the Fanatics gift card from the last game, but we are giving away another. They, I guess, technically are giving away another <sighs> gift card. Two hundred dollar. Fanatics gift card for this series. This game is officially live now, but the game is for the final game of the Dodgers at Giants or Giants at Dodgers series. So go ahead and play. Uh, the game is going to auto select a random winner if a tie break is needed. So it would be, uh, you know, we, we either. I don't know. Either we're going to pick it. Maybe I don't know. That, that's that's one of the things. We hope there isn't a tie. There's more questions than there were last time. But play the game. Um, we're probably going to be doing Chancer Thursdays for a little while. So have some fun. If you guys have any feedback on it, have any questions you'd like to see in the game, let us know. Uh, again, the price is the same. Two hundred dollar Fanatics gift card. Um, so play, play with us. See if you can beat our uh, our, our um, beat us on the leaderboard. I'm not on the leaderboard. <laughs> I don't think anybody is right now. The game hasn't happened. No, I mean, like, it's just, on just in general, I'm not on the leaderboard. <laughs> I think uh, the past couple ones, I've finished pretty low. As you do. I finished fourth in the last one. So, Whoa, look uh, at me. My name is Clint. Damn. <laughs> Can I get your autograph? Yep. Man. It's pretty good. Real huh? fart sniffer. I've been, been working on my impressions lately. <laughs> and again, chancerhq.com slash dodgers or go to dodgersnation.com slash chancer. Uh, they're all about the same thing. Final topic trade deadline let's get through it quick it's late getting closer to game time um it's an hour till game time we're getting closer to game time you're we got right things. closer we got to things. death closer to game time we got things we got to still do in here for work i gotta drive all the way home people don't get to live close oh, like look you, at me Chief. living in a different place <laughs> yeah do i sound like that doug would you say i sound like that um no not at all <laughs> yeah. ah you suck you're terrible at impressions you damn hick no, no, I, don't get, exactly. I don't get paid to impress no that was, that was good that was good that was money that was money you hick that was money um who the hell would have thought that Jock Peterson would be the guy to kick off the trade deadline I like the big move <laughs> I would have thought that I hope you put money in, I in thought, Vegas on that honestly one. I thought he was I I was pretty sure he was trade bait anyways at the, at the uh, when he. First signed a deal with the Cubs, I was like, "Yeah, he's a he's definitely a summer trade candidate for sure. He makes sense. Big left-handed bat, hits a lot of home runs, big playoff guy. Um, thought he would have done a lot better by now playing at Wrigley, but that's okay. You know, I won't fault him for it too much. Thanks Going to the Braves was just the weirdest thing for me. I mean, the Braves is the landing spot that you and I had picked for him at the beginning of the season before Acuna went down. Yeah. So when he went down, I was like, "Oh, that's it. Braves are just going to wrap it up. They're you know five games out of the East or something like that." But it is still a pretty weak division relatively. The Mets are very susceptible to losing, mm-hmm. but I was still surprised to see Jock go to the Braves. Yeah, I would say I agree with you 100, percent Brooke. It's the divisions up in the air. I mean, Degrom, who knows what's going to happen with him? The Phillies. I mean, they definitely are signaling that they're still going to go. Uh, Alex Anthopoulos, you know, he wants to stay aggressive, and he said, "Hey, I want to bring in the Tomajock Chop." You know what I'm saying? Tomajock. So I thought Tomajock that Chop. you know, bringing him in after the Acuna injury shows yeah. they want to be aggressive. And all those teams out there that might have been interested in possibly trading for Charlie Morton, a lot of people say wants to stay in that region of the country and this and that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, not, not that it's his, his choice, but um, <laughs> exactly uh, the one year guy. Yeah. he's not going yeah. uh, to get a. They got the, the ten five rights. Yeah, yeah. but. I mean, yeah, it is pretty interesting when you hear about uh, Jock Peterson kind of kicking things off uh, with the whole 
the trade deadline buzz and everything like that. And you just kind of want him to. I mean, I, I still root for Jock Peters, and I have a hard time not wanting to have success. But now it's a little different because the Cubs, I never really thought would be a contender. Yeah. But now it's the Braves that we played in the NLCS last year. They are a team that still feels like they want to compete despite the injuries that they've suffered. But uh, yeah, I do. I do love the fact that he's rocking number twenty-two for uh, Mr. Clayton <laughs> Kershaw. I respect that. I know we uh, we were laughing before the show uh, how. That one flew under the radar until he posted something about it on DodgersNation.com today, and then all these little outlets are posting about it on their social media as if they found it all on their own. It was own. this thing, too, where I like back-pocketed it, and I was like, I'll get to that eventually. Yeah. And then I finally got to it, and I was like, why is this everywhere today? And he's like, well, you just wrote it up. So, Oh, my God. Are you at MLB Elite? I am Sources, <laughs> and at BSBLLR, or whatever that account is. Oh, oh baseball baseballer. I don't know. Is that the called. letter guy? Is that the one that I'm used source. to be? Trust me, bro. Yeah, yeah. he's big time sources. <laughs> I love that. Um, speaking of sources, have you guys been enjoying all these burner accounts popping up? Oh, yeah. Like, and likewise, uh, we, had, I- well, we had Mike Hawk. We had Phil Acio. Phil we Acio. had uh, Seth Martini or Marini or whatever. That was the first Seth one. Marini, that yeah. that burner account uh, on the Twitter has since been uh, DFA'd. But think about it. If Brooke just went on his Twitter today saying, yeah, if sources can, are telling me the Dodgers will be trading for starting pitcher. And it happens. Oh, I'm, that, a, I'm a real person, so that would definitely yeah. be picked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but like one so of my favorite, John Heyman, and that's yeah. an effing Heyman oh, tweet. That's that a that's a Nightingale tweet. tweet. Yeah, sources yeah. telling me that the Dodgers are very interested in starting pitching. Yeah, there you go. To be general, but honestly, like, what, oh my god, we have something. <laughs> Everybody, run with it. But I will say one of my favorite Brooks Brook quotes is, "You don't have to have a blue check to have sources." So when I'm always looking for guys that just because they don't have that blue check, you might see something that's real. What's not? Some guys, you know, that they work for a network or something. I had the Bauer yeah. contract. I mean, I know it's a touchy subject, but I had the Bauer contract down to the million dollars. Yeah, doesn't mean anything because I didn't say it to anybody else except us. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not telling anybody that. Yeah. But yeah, I got that from somebody else who got it from somebody else, and I was like, oh yeah, you got and, it. Way to go. That was on you. And yeah. for folks who watch us, and especially watch uh, watch Doug on the uh, on the YouTube, you know, we we have a thing that we came up with in the off season that we're relatively proud of uh, in a way, just in the humor of it. But you know, there's there's the rumor meter, mm-hmm. and. Does it does it sniff? Does gotta, it pass the sniff test? Yeah. How many Dodger dogs is it? And uh, you know, we consider ourselves something of a service here to the fan base, and we want to make sure that people aren't going to get bamboozled or hoodwinked or mm-hmm. or hocked. <laughs> yeah, that could be a new phrase. I mean, really, don't get Mike hocked. Yeah, don't get Mike hocked. Um, don't even get fellatioed unless it's you know. Well, Wednesday because uh, it's or your birthday. Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your birthday. But uh, yeah, don't if you, one of my pro tips for for Dodgers fans. If you read it on the internet, it's probably not real because the Dodgers are airtight with their negotiations. Ooh, we had a uh, incident <laughs> when we uh, remember when uh, Austin Barnes got the uh, send back to AAA. Yeah, we got that probably five minutes before the Dodgers actually released it into a PR, and apparently the PR team went off. Like They were just like, how do people find out about this? And that was just like Austin Barnes to AAA. That yeah. is nothing. So imagine like the the Bob Nightingales of the world saying that Bauer went to the Mets. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. It's man, wild. I don't know how Bob just owns it, man. That's wild. He doesn't. He kind of, well, I mean, not, he, he owns he it just, by just being like... By just ah. continuing to exist. <laughs> On. <laughs> His tweet. He didn't acknowledge it at all. He didn't say like that tweet oh, hey, is out there. You remember that like giant ass mistake that I just made that like sent an entire fan base into a frenzy for three hours? It was wrong. He didn't say that. He's just like, hey, to the Mets. And then an hour later, 
to the Dodgers, and that's it. Like, he, at this point, he, he just tweet out like every single possibility. That's yeah. I mean, every he should do. Wait, 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 wait. Um, breaking, breaking. Larry Scott adds tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. Ah, there so you that's go. an important that's one. That's my right next. There. That's my next. Oh, shout out to Larry Scott, man. He's I, always I appreciate. He's that. always on the. He was always biking, man. Larry Scott's my man. <laughs> he tags me in pretty much every single one of his tweets, man. You're the real MVP, Larry Scott. Superboy Doug. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I saw one comment earlier that's saying like, yeah, the, let's make the the shortest segment uh, the most interesting one. And honestly, it's kind of not the most interesting segment right now or subject because there's nothing happening. The rumors are so. This thin. is an interesting subject because I mean, there there's nothing. The biggest thing that we have right now is that the, that the Dodgers attended or attending Cole Hamill's session. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, beyond that, there is no nothing worth grabbing. There's nothing tangible. There's the only thing that is worth anything is that the Dodgers are interested in starting pitching, which might might you know might for you. My four-year-old niece could be like, oh, hell yeah, they need an arm big time right now. (laughs) Grandma. It is what it is, man. Like, There is nothing to talk about because the Dodgers are very good at their job. I can tell you that if there is a name available on the market, the Dodgers will be in contact. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. who it is. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Because Andrew Friedman is so good at his job, he's going to check in with everybody on everybody available. Because what do you know? Like... Well, you know, there might be some weird off chance that if, you know, let's say Joey Gallo is available, the Rangers are actually very interested in like a very back of the prospect list of ours because that yeah. happens sometimes where they're like, I got this eye on your guy. And they're like, this is our number 35 prospect. And they're like, yeah, I really like that it. guy. Yeah. And you're like, OK, that, things like that happen. So you got to check in. You got to do your due diligence. It's going to happen. The Dodgers will be involved on everybody. <laughs> and and that's one of the good things is, is uh, like at least with these burner accounts, you're still... You're still there. A lot of the times, they're tweeting something in the 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 general vicinity of reality. So, like the idea of Charlie Morton, at least gets the conversation yeah. going. I mean, you which I think you that nailed idea. that video yeah. where it's like, yeah, this guy does make a lot of sense. Sure, the sources. He's you know, a 2017 Trastro, so that didn't sit well. A lot, with yeah, a lot of people. I get that, but it's but some, yeah, I mean, it's all it's business. The pitchers yeah. didn't cheat. The pitchers didn't. Yeah, and benefit he, yeah, and he was pretty against it. He was uh, said he regretted this and that. But I'm with you guys. I mean, it does feel like it's almost like the quiet before the storm. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of read into what the Dodgers did in the offseason. They had a healthy. Dustin May. They had Gonson before he even got injured. You had David Price. You had Kershaw, Bueller, Urias, and they still went out and paid forty, a hundred two million dollars for Trevor Bauer, making him the highest paid yeah. pitcher in a single year. So that let you know that they wanted that starting pitching depth. And now, like you said, the likelihood of Trevor Bauer coming back this year, I think, are, is minimal. And then the workload to Urias and Kershaw and Bueller, you're going to need some more depth in starting pitching. Yeah. And like I think Feinstein said yesterday, they're, the Dodgers aren't a, a war path for a starting pitcher. And I think he mentioned on AM 570, he did whisper something about Caber Ruiz being an option. I don't oh, yeah. know. Um, I mean, to me, I, I kind of go back and forth on wanting to trade him or not based on like whatever highlight I see on Twitter. <laughs> you yeah. know, him being a home run. But well, you don't want to trade him, but you you hit a point where you'll yeah. be okay, especially if it's getting the right, yeah. right body. The it just right depends. Arm. I mean, scared money don't make none, and I think that this is a year for the Dodgers where they're in prime position, especially when you see what AJ Pollock's been able to do this season yeah. as a right-handed bat, and then Coming Max Muncie, Mookie Betts is playing like MVP Mookie Betts all of a sudden. So I think that I'm less concerned about adding a right-handed bat. You And like you said, the bullpen. And there's Theo. And then we got uh, Theo Albert. LA, uh, Tyo Albert. Yeah, we got Tyo. Ty, we got Tyo Albert. So it's dude, all about dude, starting dude, pitching. What were the stats yeah. you posted on him today? He's hitting like, like what, 380 or something ridiculous yeah, against three, left-handed three, pitching? 344. I mean, they're 36 and 18 at 108 win uh, season clip uh, with him. I mean, obviously his intangible things, the clubhouse yeah. presence, but bottom line is uh, he's you been see, a positive. Mom? You see, Mom, a hug goes a long way. Exactly. A little 
give a little hug there, man. You got the swag chain, we got the T.O. hugs. I mean, that's what it is. She was a nice lady. Rest in peace, Mom. Um... Oh, man. <laughs> man, Everything is on the table. I made it like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you, in your guys' opinion, I want to ask you guys: Do you think what do you think the likelihood is the Dodgers will go really big, like try to get the biggest name out there, the Gibsons? I, just, I or can't the, see it. You can't see I it. I really can't see it because I don't think they don't sacrifice the anything long term yeah, for anything short term. Ever. These yeah, teams that's, don't want. They, uh, sorry, other teams want to take down the Dodgers. They want to do everything they can to f them in the A and a. The A is the farm system. They want to beat it down even more. I think Andrew uh, Friedman was talking to some media folks. Plunk reported on it. Bill Plunk in front of the show. He talked about like Friedman, despite all the the, the bodies that have been moved in past trades for you, Darvish, you know Machado, the 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 Mookie Betts deal. Dodgers have made a lot of moves over the years, right. and they've traded a lot of prospect capital, and they still got a lot in the tank. And you know, they had another pretty decent, um, by all accounts, pretty decent uh, recent draft. Really, really rich in pitching still. Somehow, it's not all you know. Um, it's not all big league ready pitching, but it's it's pretty damn close. And these are the type of arms that people want. And the same with. Um, uh, you know, with catching, every team is always going to want like young, controllable, elite catching. So the Dodgers are in a very enviable position to go out and get whoever they want. But I just don't. I can't imagine they don't. They don't need 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 that front of the the rotation guy. They don't need an elite guy. They don't need to go out and get Craig Kimbrell or something like that, in my opinion. Especially if somebody like Canables, you know, right there. But if Jojo Gray is somebody they could plug into the rotate or the the back end of the bullpen or Gonsolin or whatever, got some options. I don't think they go top of you know top of the the, the trade paradigm or whatever. I don't know. They're not quite been saying it for a while. I think they're going to get a number five starter, that type of guy. A guy's going to eat up starts. He's going to eat up innings. He's not going to be your playoff starter. He might be a bullpen guy that you plug in during the playoffs. But I just don't see them going after a big name. Doesn't make any sense to me. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why Scherzer is even discussed at all. Like just in general, he's like thirty something million dollars. He's thirty something years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's way too much working against him. Um, so the teams want a lot. Yeah. And bottom line, Scherzer can just you know he's got the the no trade the, the ten five. He can say if you're not going to extend me, I, mean, I just can't see the Dodgers signing it like you said thirty seven year old Scherzer like a four year deal. I mean that's yeah, just never going to happen. That's why I've been surprised by all the talk about Hendricks because he's got a couple more years left on his deal. He's not the twenty sixteen yeah. guy that dominated us uh, in Game Six, right? So I mean, I they think need a one year dude. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, the dude who makes the most sense Duffy. is is the the Cole Hamels move, and it's the one that's been the loudest. Yeah, the funny thing too is people are like, "Well, he's not going to be able to slot in right away," and it's like, "Yeah, they don't I mean, need him to. Right they don't away. really need anybody yeah. to slot in right away." Kershaw will be back by the end of the month, so I mean, when that, whenever that happens, it'll be a little bit easier for us. But it looks like you know, if Josiah Gray does get to start tomorrow, he'll probably be with us the rest of the year. I don't really see him going anywhere after that. If that's the case, you get time for Cole Hamels to get back up, build him back up in AAA, becomes your starter. You can maybe move Josiah back into a bullpen position because we probably again are going to need him in that role yeah. uh, down the stretch. Um, and it costs you nothing. I mean, nothing. what is Cole Hamill's going to cost you? It's gonna, he's going to cost you nothing. A little bit of money, no subtraction. And you're yeah. already over the, the the luxury tax threshold. And the CBA is expiring, so those numbers probably won't mean anything after, after this, this yeah. after this season. Uh, and Cole Hamill's makes a lot of sense, Dodgers wise, because as as has been noted, 
by uh, you know uh, MLB insider Brook Me Three. That is me. You know the Dodgers, particularly Andrew Friedman, wants to continue his Infinity Gauntlet collection of 2008 Phillies. He's real good at it, man. I mean, really he's got good. all of them. <laughs> I, I, we I, got Utley. They got Chuchu Ruiz. They got Shane Victorino, and that was a Ned move in. It was a Ned move. I didn't even know I had Twitter back then, <laughs> and I went back and I was I was scrubbing stuff because I was trying to push for that uh-huh. for Jock and Bellinger and that crazy oh, deal. Oh God! So uh, that was another. Account. Oh, so you used to be dumber. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey man, I was just, I would talk a lot back. Not a prospect. We won't call, we won't call Hamels, man. Just just whatever it takes. Ryan Madsen, Jimmy Nelson, oh, yeah. J- sorry, Jimmy Joe. Rollins, and Joe Blanton. Those are all dudes. Jimmy Nelson, <laughs> Jimmy Nelson, Jimmy Nelson. Um, all 2008 Phillies. Every last one of them. And all, all spent times with the Dodgers at some point. Think of how as long as we long. don't sign Kurt Schilling. You know, I mean, like, think uh, isn't yeah, he yeah. like half dead now? <laughs> oh my god. Like he's, he's the dude doxed. looks like a ghost. Oh, oh yeah, looks like he hasn't seen. I think the blood loss. I think the blood loss from the ankle. Yeah. He's just been bleeding for like. He's just been bleeding it, out of that ankle it, since then. Does it blood grow back? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He's like no one ever fixed my ankle wound. I've so, been bleeding for fifteen years. So is he like uh, like Al Bundy? Like uh, I went around donating blood to nine different blood, blood banks. Al, the human body only holds uh, eight pints. It's not true. The brain hides some. <laughs> He's not like, a, he's not like a, an out-of-character Mr. Burns. <laughs> premium, well, I'm trying to get through it quicker. It was yeah. a, there was a lot of pause in that one, and we oh, can't really like yeah. jump cut right here. But no. the I brain mean, hides cares. some. That's just... There's no one even watching anymore. It's a great line. There's plenty of people. Like uh, cool of Special says, is Cliff Lee available? Oh, boy. Remember, when the, Dodgers, remember when the Dodgers were going to get Cliff Lee? Oh. <laughs> also said, uh, Cool Special also said, Ryan Howard. There From The go. Office? Yes. That Ryan Howard. Yes. Yep. From the office, I've had people on the post game show say they want Shane Victorino to be the next manager. Are they drunk? I, I, I heard some wild. I what is he doing these days? Existing? <laughs> no idea. I, don't, I, I never. I never stuff. really I liked Shane Victorino. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's a, he was a heartbreaker that one series. But. Yeah, he was. Yeah. To, to leave the semblance of mystery here, Anthony Keen. I'm going to button up on uh, on his comment here. Anthony says, "I agree. I'm not going for the big name. It doesn't really fit, but it has happened before. Has happened before." Expect the unexpected. Again. Seven different kinds of smoke. Oh, that's a real ball. <laughs> oh my God. I had like to. like the Yankees kid. <laughs> yeah, for, lucky Verdugo's not here. Banned from the studio. Banned. You're banned from all DNHQ studios. There's am, uh, four I'm, of them. Uh, yeah, at least. And one of them has a uh, golf simulator now. Anyways, I guess that's about it, guys. Uh, Doug, thanks for coming and hanging out with us, man. It's hey, always, man. always, it's a, always a good time. Uh, this is this is the power uh, this powerhouse dream team right here, and when we're all together, nothing gets done elsewhere. So, um, good job, everybody! <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We appreciate you. Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. Keep an eye out for all of those bunk and and debunked and uh, unbunked, <laughs> non-bunked rumors of uh, things going on. Their trade deadline is 11 days away. There is only one trade deadline in 2021 uh, and that is on July 30th. There's no non-waiver deadline so um, yeah. Subscribe to Blue Heaven we're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Stitcher Radio, Player FM, all those other spots. Subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com slash TV. We'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. Matt Kemp over there will be glad you did. Also while you're at it, go download our app. There's an app, DN Fan App. It's pretty cool. There's a bunch of appy things in there and it keeps you up to date. App to date if you will. On all things Dodgers baseball. Guys, I'm at BrookMe3. This guy over here is at RealFRG. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you go download that Chancer app. Get in there with us. Play. Win that $200 Fanatics gift card because we don't want to win it because uh, you we, know, can't. we can't. 
legally. I think we go to jail after that. We are at Dodger Nation on Twitter. At Official Dodger Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for hanging out with us. Leslie, have fun at the game on uh, Thursday, Wednesday, whatever day. I forgot what day it is. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Bye.